This podcast is a proud member of the Lamb Podcasting Network. Find the network at largeassmovieblogs.com. Welcome to episode 40, nice round number, of the uh, Blueprint Review podcast. Uh, I, I'm David, as usual. Uh, well, Why do you uh, number them? No one cares. I don't know, it's nice to see how many... When we get to We've a sort d- of a, a token... Do you, do you include can ones? When we get to 100 or something. What about a can? No, no, they're, they're specials. <laughs> oh, okay. We'd probably do about 20 each time, don't we? Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, who else is here? Do you want to introduce yourselves? Okay, <laughs> yeah, I'm Darren. Chris. Uh, I'm Alan. I'm new here. Yeah, we've got Alan joining us today. It's first one. We've lost all the women yeah. from the podcast. Yeah, we're not very... Uh, we need to um, get Lindsay back and yeah, we need sort Laura out. Did you even ask Lindsay? If she I did ask this? Lindsay, but um, she said she worked, She didn't get him until like half seven or something. <laughs> so we either need to start doing it a lot later or do it on the weekends or something, but... <laughs> but no, I don't know. It would be nice to get Lindsay involved. Yeah. Uh, We'll figure something out one of these days. I think uh, we've been we've had a pretty bad year. We yeah. used to do it like like every two weeks, yeah. and then we'd do it sort of like every two six, months, two Yeah, exactly. It's like whenever, yeah. whenever. Remember, I think um, that should be the New Year's resolution. Yeah, definitely. For 2014, because we're blatantly not going to do one before the end of the year. No, oh, I, I love doing the end of the year ones. We'll, we'll try and do an end of the year one. And. Um, so best and worst. So we used to, we used to do. Yeah. yeah, we used to do. Yeah, yeah. best worst and some of the bits like most disappointing as well. That good, the yeah. bag and the ugly. The bag, the bad. <laughs> good, the bag and the ugly. What would win the bag? The bag. Yeah, the bag, so, the bag of shit. <laughs> I think we'll try and do our best for our next episode to be like an end of year or or maybe early January or something. Have like a. No, it's already being postponed. Yeah, well, it's best yeah, exactly. Yeah, I like, I like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, no, I, I, it kind of pisses me off sometimes when when people do them a little too early, like they're doing the end of the year now, and it's like, well, there's still a month worth of stuff, especially films. There's some of the best films tend to come out at the end of the year, um, but I guess Christmas uh, Day, two grades. o'clock. Let's yeah. do it. But yeah. no one's busy. Why don't you bring <laughs> no. your baby? Dave's yeah, had a baby. Screaming red off. I have had a baby. That's uh, blueprint review news uh, of the century. <laughs> <laughs> but no, of this week uh, no. yeah so even this week that's that's partly my excuse for not getting stuff done probably recently but uh, anyway enough anyway what jabbering let's get on let's with get it get straight into it trailers what are we is it we're looking forward to or just some interesting trailers that we've seen well, Dave's I, usually I, got about three but we're allowed one I've probably got a few but to be honest because I forgot to write them down I usually write little notes uh, I just I'm just going to talk about one I saw this morning uh, the trailer and that's Box Trolls uh, there's a really nice little trailer for that this morning. It's uh, it's by the makers of Coraline and uh, Paranorman, and it's another stop motion animation. And the trailer is different. The trailer is kind of like a little, it's more of a little behind the scenes thing. So it's really nice. It shows all the detail that goes into the the little models and stuff like that. And then afterwards, there's it, it was like a double bill thing. There's like a, a little making of, and then there was like a, a sort of a teaser trailer thing. And uh, it looks gorgeous. I mean, it doesn't show much about the film itself. It's but in terms of like the style and stuff, it looks gorgeous. I mean, I I still haven't got around to seeing Caroline and and Paranorman, and but uh, this trailer made me want to check them out before this comes out. Do you know? I was really disappointed with them. Yeah, both of them. Because uh, I obviously love animation. I love stop motion. Henry Selick obviously directed Coraline, and he directed Nightmare Before Christmas. Mm. There's sort of like everything about it I should really like, but for some reason, 
it didn't quite work for me. Yeah. The, what, what was the other film that came out at a similar time to Paranorman? It's quite similar. Frank and Weenie? Frank and Weenie. Frank and Weenie was a borderline yeah. masterpiece. But there's so, another one I'm sure there was. Oh. There was Trans... Trans... Hotel. Oh, no, fuck that. Yeah. <laughs> no, maybe it was Frank and Weenie. I think it was so Frank and Weenie. At the same time oh, you're thinking of Pirates or something. That was another disappointing one, wasn't that? No, it was. No, no, I think it, I just remembered something coming out at the same time as Paranorman and it was brilliant. And Paranorman, was, I found it a bit disappointing. The ending was great, I remember. But I thought the yeah, I remember you saying there was good stuff about it, but yeah. as a whole, it was a bit yeah. I, I, I haven't seen either. So, of them. so this is the next one. Is it Henry Selick who's directed it? Or I'm not sure. Actually, I don't know a lot about it. I think it might just be the same company. Um, I, I might be wrong. What's it called again? Box trolls. What's it about? Um, trolls in a box. This, I mean, oh. the trailer didn't show a lot. It, yeah, it, the trailer pretty much just showed that there's there's this little. It, well, it shows them. It shows them the. I think these trolls find this like abandoned child or something and look after it. That's about all I could gain from the trailer. As I say, it was more about behind the scenes and then there was a little mini teaser trailer which didn't give a lot away. It was more like a... Yeah, it wasn't a clip from the... It was, it was a teaser. It wasn't anything to do with the film. It was like its own little thing. Are they uh, avoiding showing any of the film? <laughs> maybe, Probably not yeah, ready, yeah. But, um, but in terms of style and look, I mean, it, it got my attention. It, it, and it was a nice... The, the little making of was really nice. So it's worth checking out just for the trailer, even if the film's rubbish. Yeah, I always find the making of like way more interesting for those mm. sorts of things. Like the John Lewis advert, the making of... The making of that, yeah. yeah I, was, so much I was thinking that, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it makes I, you think... Why didn't they? Yeah, why did they kind of overgloss it? That's a that's a completely different discussion about John Lewis. But yeah, the making of it's like this is amazing, and then you. Look I can't believe it, that's like, how they did it. Yeah, I know. It's like, it's... That looks digital. You've ruined it. It's like you should have kept it raw. But anyway, <laughs> why, well, why, what do you reckon they did? Well, the making of you show how beautifully like analog it is, and it's all like cut out of wood and it's beautifully hand-drawn and then the the final thing looks, looks like. Do you think it's almost too well animated? They've then, yeah. they've, then, they've, then, they've then overpolished what they had. They've kind of glossed it up a little bit and lost like the the kind of the rawness. I, I think it, it should have still had. I, I think maybe the animation's almost too good because I couldn't believe it was stop motion. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah that's, that's, that's what I mean. Right. It's so it's like, well, why have they done it? Right. It's kind yeah. of because it's it then becomes a bit overglossed. I suppose looks, the, it looks too. It that was the backdrop works. Nicely, it looks too but, digital. So it's like, well, why did they do it that way? You you, if you're gonna do it, it, if you're gonna go to the effort of making it, which fair play to them, I'm really glad they did it. But I think in the final product, it just needed that. That rawness to come through yeah. a little bit. I, don't know. So I think, look I think it looks amazing. I think the story. I think the actual advert is pap, but I think the, yeah. I think I still think it looks beautiful. <laughs> Works though, doesn't it? Mm. Not me, doesn't. I've not ordered anything from John Lewis. There isn't one close by. <laughs> oh, you can get it online. Yeah. Anyway, cool. Has anyone seen any other trailers for films? <laughs> <laughs> He's not a film. <laughs> not quite. It's a short animation. Um. I've seen the Secret Life of Walter Mitty. Oh, yeah. I've seen it many times. It's been going on yeah. for a long time. But I suppose that's one of the films I'm most looking forward to next year. Sounds like it's not actually, doesn't really live up to it, though. The reviews haven't been particularly great. Really? Yeah. It's been pretty oh, lukewarm it reviews. Now? It's out in America. Oh, yeah, I oh, thought it got great reviews. Mm, I've not seen any. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, the trailers did look really good. Yeah. I was shocked that there might be another good Ben Stiller movie. Although some people, although a lot of people have said it's like, for a couple, okay, a couple of people have said it's like Forrest Gump, so it's a bit. Dev- I think it is a bit divisive. It's one of those. It's very, very like um, cheesy and like sentimental. So if you like the sentimental side and can accept it, then it's actually really good. But a lot of people, I think, are getting rubbed up the wrong way because it's very sappy and like, yeah. But the tra- I thought the trailer looks amazing too. But I, yeah, it sounds like it's not. Yeah. Mm, some people, I think, I think some people have liked it, but I only heard really good things about it. So. All right. 
We shall see. We know, we'll see. But that in hair, probably the two oh, most hair, yeah, really films, f- films I'm most looking forward to. But um, oh, I've not seen the trailer for that, but I've heard about it. Yeah, it sounds yeah. pretty cool. The trailer's really interesting. It's, 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 I love Spike Jones. I love his films. Sure. But yeah, the concepts are more amazing. Oh, Wes Anderson's new film? I forget what it's called. Budapest Hotel, is it? Yeah. That looks pretty cool. I've not seen the trailer. The trailer's yeah. quite fun for that. Yeah, yeah it's, it looks a bit mad. <laughs> yeah, that and... Was it 12 Years a Slave? Are the yeah. only two trailers that come to mind? Pick one. Which one do you reckon looks best? Forget hype, because obviously 12 Years a Slave is getting hyped. Oh, it's ridiculous. Yeah. But which um, one? Or does it... I don't know the complete... I'm going to say the Wes Anderson film. Okay. So what's... Is it is same... Because I've not seen it, actually. What's the style of it? Is it the same sort of Wes Anderson style? Yeah, it is very him. Like, yeah. Because he made a, a short film as well quite recently, didn't he? With um, Jason Schwartzman? Yeah. And the, yeah, very much similar style to that. And it, all of it's work really. But it looks pretty good. It looks nice, yeah. And yeah. it's it's funny. The trailer's funny, which I don't usually find. From a trailer or from him? Yeah. From a trailer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, I've seen both those. For the 12 Years a Slave, um, I'm really excited about that. It's, it's been getting... Dave, you've had your moment. You. You've had your trailer. I'm going to tell But, I mean, like, it, that's the only film that's possibly even got slightly better reviews than Gravity this year. It's just been ridiculously all across the board. But the trailer was a bit like, oh, really? I don't mm-hmm. know. Didn't look that interesting. And it's previous films. Oh, Most overrated director going. Oh, God, no. They're brilliant. Steve McQueen, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I've never seen any of his other films. No, I love them both. <laughs> but anyway, Chris? <laughs> <laughs> you've taken my go. Oh, damn it. <laughs> oh, what was yours? No. no oh, oh, I was yeah, like, oh, okay, yeah. Have you, seen, you haven't seen the trailer? Uh, if you haven't seen one, you haven't seen one. Not that it's making me go, oh, got to see that. Can't remember one then. No. <laughs> Fair enough. Cool. Well, this is the time when all the kind of Oscar bait comes out, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. I've got to think. Not been to the cinema much. That's why we've not been doing podcasts. We've <laughs> all been too busy. Mm. Um, so let's just get straight into it. Yeah. Films we've seen. Uh, we've probably seen a lot between us. This is the danger of them. Yeah, we're not going to go back too far because uh, yeah, there's a few, uh, there's a couple I saw that it was they were like two months ago or something. So it's, they're out way off the cinemas. There's no point. Can you? Can you? Are you capable of doing one sentence reviews, Dave? Uh, I'll try my best. Uh, yeah, I'll do. It. There's only two actually. If we hear again. a full stop in your speech, we'll stop you. Okay. Uh, I saw prisoners. Well, there you go. Go on. Which I enjoyed, but when looked when I looked back at it, it was quite flawed. Okay, yeah, that's all right. Yeah, uh, and I saw Blue Jasmine, uh, which was very good, but something just slacking to make me think it was amazing. <laughs> yeah. Is a uh, part of the review? Yeah, both it is, reviews. It's it. like the common theme among your reviews. Is yeah, uh, uh, I saw Blue Jasmine as well. I thought it was really good. It wasn't as funny as I was expecting it to be. No, but um, I really liked it a lot, it and I think. Everyone's banging on about Kate Blanchett and she, I think she's good, but I really liked um there's me fucking taking the piss out of you've seen it. Um, what's she called? The other the other actress in it, I can't remember. Oh god, my mind's but I'm so tired. Um that's so I, don't weird. Know, I, I didn't recognise her in the film to be honest, but I think what? It, I think it was you telling me afterwards who it was. I was like, oh really? You didn't recognise her. her at all you know her. Film. Oh come on, let's let's not Google this. Don't do no hang on a minute, I can do this. I'm I'm crap with the uh, um, some of the modern actresses to be honest. But you met her. Met her? You met her with that um, short film thing. Oh, God, is it her? Yeah. Oh, shit, yeah. I think the thing is, that, yeah, I met her, but 
That was brief. It's because I've not seen any of the... Sally Hawkins. Yeah. It's because I've not seen any of the other films. I haven't seen, like, Happy Go Lucky or anything like that. Oh, yeah, that's great in that. I've not watched... I've got it on DVD, but I haven't watched it yet, <laughs> along with a lot of films over the last... Uh, anyway, we, that was a lot longer than one sentence. But anyway, I think she's great, and I, I, I hope she gets a Best Support Actress yeah. nomination. Um, so what, what are we seeing? Who wants to go first? What have we seen between us? Let's just We've, get... Let's just preview. Have we all seen done. Gravity? Probably. No. No? Oh, yes, I've seen it. So we've seen Grutz's Gravity, Hunger Games. I haven't seen Hunger Games, but yeah. Ender's Game I've seen, I don't know if anyone else has. Mm, one sentence of you. <laughs> <laughs> Ender's Game, really? Isn't that old or no? Mm, it's a bit old. So it's Thor 2? No one else has seen that, I don't think. No. What was the other one I've seen? I've seen Captain Phillips. Captain, Captain Phillips. Phillips. Yeah, I've not seen that. Don't spoil that because I'm watching it on Saturday. <laughs> but yeah. Everyone Although it's a true story. It's a true story. story yeah. So yeah. But do you know what happens at the end? Uh, I, I know that I imagine Tom Hanks' character survived because did he write the story? I don't know. Anyway, I'm not, I'm not going to... Yeah, don't spoil it. <laughs> well, don't let Chris talk about it then. Because I saw Rush after Chris spoke about that and ruined everything. <laughs> It's a well-known story. <laughs> this happens at the beginning. Oh, you said it's a big spoiler. This happens. Oh, don't worry about it. It happens at the beginning. 15 minutes before the end, it happens. Oh, great. Yeah, because they go back to the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> but it didn't happen at the beginning. I know that. Um, so what should we go with first? I'd say let's go with let's go with Ender's Game because it's the oldest. Okay, I'll, I'll try and be brief with this because it's been a while since I've seen it, to be honest. Um, yeah, basically Ender's Game, I was uh, very excited about it because I've read the book and I like the book a lot. Uh, but the trailer started coming out and the buzz was a bit negative but I thought I'm going to watch it anyway well, actually that's a lie my brother dragged me there I want to see something else But <laughs> what did you want to see? Uh, ooh, I can't remember um, can't remember that's, good, that's good how you lost that argument yeah, but, yeah, uh, but um, no end of this game uh, I'll try and sum up the story as briefly as I can I'm rubbish at this uh, it's basically about it's set in the future and uh, the human race has just survived like a massive onslaught uh, a big attack from these weird sort of bug creatures um, and what they're doing to try and stop this happening again is they're trying to train up um, the like ultimate commanders to sort of take to sort of control the um, the fleet the sort of because a lot of the battles take place in space and spaceships and all this sort of stuff um, and they're, they're trying to train up this sort of a, a new commander who's just like ultra intelligent and can and can sort everything out uh, because that's kind of uh, that's kind of what that's what ended that's what stops the previous sort of attack there's one guy who sort of gave his life and sort of destroyed the mothership and all this sort of stuff and so they're trying to, so they're trying to train up a new one but what's different is they train them up incredibly young so they get children in the book they're younger than they at least look in the film but but they train up these sort of youngsters um, and they go through these sort of advanced simulations and these sort of like weird anti-gravity wide game things to sort of train up their minds and bodies and all this sort of stuff uh, and that's how it goes and it follows this um, boy called Ender uh, uh, through his uh, well it's it's not actually it's not it's not explained very well in the film in, in the book don't it's, explain it. it's, more, it's more of a nickname it's actually a nickname it's, I don't want to it's, it's complicated um, but yeah uh, anyway as I say, I read the book and liked it a lot. And the film and the film hadn't been getting particularly good reviews, but it was a weird experience. I kind of it was better than I thought it'd be. It kind of, but at the same time, it's one of those. It's like what you get a lot when you've read. When I've read a book really recently, and you watch a film. I got the same sort of. 
feeling of I kind of enjoyed watching it on screens. It's like it was reminding me of the book, and it's like, oh yeah, this is this is a great story and all this sort of stuff. But at the same time, it's it skims over everything so much. There's so much that is just like it's just they they're just briefly hit on things. So it just never feels like it's got the depth of the book. And, and so if just, that happens every time you read a book, why do you keep reading books just before you watch them in the cinema? Well, it, to be honest, I didn't read that. I read that before I knew it was being turned into film. It's, it's people have been going on about trying to turn it into film for years. Uh, and and I kind of read it, not expecting it to be made. It was kind of just, just, just after I finished it when it actually finally got the green light sort of thing. Um, and it happened because you read it yeah I think so and I said no it's time <laughs> but um, no I mean I, it, it doesn't always happen I mean, there's some great adaptations out there but it was um, it was especially clear here and it, it's, it's one of those films where I kind of enjoyed it still but when you think back to it it's like actually no it was pretty weak and it does it does lose a lot of what made the book good and it, it does feel a bit shallow on screen it, the whole film felt a bit empty there's not a lot of you don't really care about the characters that much it's kind of just it felt a bit like a bit of fluff when the actual story is quite dark um, it, but I still kind of enjoyed it because I mean the end of the film I won't spoil it the end of the film is incredibly dark a little bit and, of it. I won't spoil it but the end of the film he dies <laughs> but the, the end of the film is incredibly dark um, and so it's still kind of nice to see that in a in what is a film that's sort of aimed at teenagers and uh, and it's, it's it has got some really sort of interesting things that happen towards the end, especially uh, to sort of chew on, really. So I was glad that it did that, but at the same time, when you think back again, it's like it didn't handle it brilliantly and it kind of tries to sugarcoat the darkness by adding a bit more on the end, which is in the book, to be fair, but in, it kind of felt a bit naff in film form ways it kind of works in the book but um, yeah again I mean it's always bad to just compare it to the book but it's, for me because it, it, I've read it like a year or so ago it's like it just I don't know it, it didn't didn't live up to my expectations but it was, it was kind of okay I kind of enjoyed it but it's it's yeah it's a bit a bit basic what about someone who's never ever I've never read the book for someone example. who's never read it I think it's a difficult I, I think because it skims over a lot of things and it fluffs over a lot, you might think it's a bit shallow. It doesn't really... It's... I don't know. It'd be an odd one. I think because... And again, like I said before, because there's, it's, 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 the main characters aren't that relatable and it's, it's, there's not a lot of heart or soul to it. It feels a bit empty. I think, I think people struggle with it because um, I think a lot of the depth of the book, although it's kind of there, um, because it's, it sort of flies through it very quickly, you probably don't even think about it if you're watching the film as a sort of a newcomer if you know what I mean um, so I don't know I probably probably wouldn't like it um, you might find it kind of interesting but it's uh, but not not as an actual film it's not a great film so um, probably wouldn't like it I <laughs> think <laughs> you changed your mind about five times I don't know it's a, it was a weird experience it's one of those films where I kind of enjoyed myself but then I was like mm, afterwards it's like yeah it was a bit naff but I don't know. It's, it's an odd one. I, and I saw it I saw it a month or so ago. It's kind of fading out of my memory. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Fair enough. Um, I'll quickly talk about Thor 2, because that's the other one that's about the same age, and it may be a bit newer. Yeah. But um, Thor 2, I really... I started by saying that I loved Thor. I thought it was... It surprised me completely, because I thought it was going to be terrible. It kind of looked terrible, but I thought it was a brilliant mix. I thought the humour was really well handled. And I thought, yeah, it just really surprised me. So I was really looking forward to Thor 2, the kind of... He got he was getting really good reviews, and I th so I was you know like really looking forward to it. But um, 
yeah, I mean, ultimately, I was disappointed. Um, how it obviously it takes place after the Avengers, and if you know the Avengers, there's sort of loads and loads of references to it. Um, Thor. Basically, what happens is that this race—I can't remember what they're called—but Chris Eccles, the Dark Elves or something. Has anybody else seen Thor two? Okay, yeah, the Dark Elves um, are sort of trying to take over the planet. They sort of take over Asgard, and the only person who knows how to escape Asgard is Loki, who's been imprisoned after Avengers. Um, so Thor then needs to get Loki to help him sort of yeah. escape because it's been taken over, and then sort of you know reclaim everything. Um, so it's quick kind of really generic sort of storyline. Um, but um, the reason I'm disappointed with it, I mean, by the end I was really enjoying it. The first sort of half, it was just really falling flat. It wasn't for me when Thor works really well. It's when it's silly. I'm not, I, you know, I don't usually like silly things, but I love it when Thor sort of worlds kind of collides with, in, you know, with sort of our world, if that makes sense. And it's sort of silly, yeah. him being this sort of superhero, them all speaking this sort of Shakespearean voice and the sort of, you know, kind of fish out of water style comedy, which I thought worked really well. And that stuff works really well in this, but that only happens in the second half. All those, in what happens is the sort of first half, it's quite, it's quite, more, it's much more serious. And I just, it's just not fun when it's serious. It's just, it's not good enough, you know what I mean? It's not classy enough to be able to pull it off when it's being quite dark and being quite serious. So I found it a bit boring. And the comedy that was there was just falling flat. It felt really forced. Um, I mean, that's because that was, it was a sort of the, the sort of earth side, which is the comedy, you know, like Kat Dennings is a com- comedic character. And, what you know, the kind of guy who's, who was, again, who was in Avengers, the doctor, the scientist. He's in it. and they're the sort of comic relief, but they're, they're, on their own, they just didn't seem to work. It's, it felt a bit painful, to be honest. But then when they all come together, that is when it sort of kicked off. So the sort of final sort of forty minutes was br- absolutely brilliant. But it's just that first half. I was just like, it's just not working, and the storyline is so convoluted, and you don't. Well, I didn't care at all about the story. So I was, and I was like, and it was just, tr- and it's just busy explaining everything. It's quite relatively. It's quite complex. It's all. It's in a, covers about five different worlds, loads of different species, and it, it's loads with their family. I mean, I won't ruin it, but loads of stuff happens with the sort of royal family and like the Loki side, the Dark Elf side, and it, it's just, and it's just like, you know what I mean? I just get into the story, and let's just get started and chop off half an hour, and I think it could have been all right. But also, like I said, by the end, I was like, yeah, it's pretty good, but personally, I thought the first one was better. Have you all seen the first? Yeah, I've seen the first. No, I've not. Have you not? Did you like the first one? I enjoyed it, yeah. I didn't I didn't think it was amazing, but I enjoyed it. It's fun. What the fuck is your problem? <laughs> I don't know. It just <laughs> felt a bit lackluster. It was, like, it, it was funny. I liked the humour, like you say, but I didn't like the story or the action. I found that pretty Really? You'll probably hate, you really won't like this and I'd imagine. Okay. <laughs> because it's that, but with that less humour and more crap story and action. Yeah. I mean, yeah. So, so are they all like directly linked to the Avengers film? Yeah, absolutely. Because no, yeah. I know I saw the uh, Captain that America trailer, more. and that was like directly after, and he's hanging out with like, the war directly after. So all the first Avengers ones, because you, you know, obviously Samuel L. Jackson's character turns up at yeah. the end of each one to kind of recruit them for the Avengers. Yeah, and then all this new wave of of Marvel films are directly after Avengers, okay. if that makes sense. Yeah. So, what's really annoying is that because I watched about four films, no, no, I did watch four films in one day, I missed, there's two, Trey, there's two, you know, they always have those skits after the film. Oh, right, so you, you there's two, there's a Thor one, and then there was one for that Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, right. I fucking so missed them both. 
You can probably see because them I online. Forgot, I sort of forgot about them. And then because we were sort of in a rush because we had to like hop from screen to screen, I was like, oh, gutted. So yeah, I need to so I should watch them after. Um, yeah, so thought so pretty good, but not as good as the first. Um, so now we're getting into the ones that all, we've all seen. So Gravity, Captain Phillips and Hunger Games. I think um, Chris should go first with... Yes. Captain Phillips, the, because yeah, don't spoil it. No, like based, don't rush based it. on a true story. Yeah, but I don't. I, yeah, but it's not like I've read the. Story yeah, exactly. Detail, it's based on a true story. Like... We dragged Chris in. So yeah. explain what it's about, and then what did you think? Okay, so Captain Phillips is based on the story of a hijacking about three, four years ago. I think. I think it's about two thousand nine um, in Somalia, and I remember it kind of being in the news, but never really picking up like the details and when I saw the trailer I thought it looked absolutely amazing I thought it looked really just something a little bit fresh a little bit different to some of the usual cinema fodder but so I really wanted to see it and I purposely made sure I didn't find out anything about the story um so went in went in just really kind of I wanted I really wanted to enjoy it and I think I, I did have quite high expectations and I was absolutely blown away by it, to be honest. Um, it's It's got a really nice kind of... It's just got, like, an edge to it. It's, I mean, it is obviously based on a true story. It's got a kind of documentary feel to it, to an extent. Um, it's all a bit shaky cam. But it, it just really works. And you can... Just Tom Hanks in it is just absolutely amazing. Um, and the Somali pirates, it opens with seeing, like, the pirates and where they come from. So you get a real sense of like the desperation of these pirates and why they are doing what they're doing and the lengths they'll go to and just the desperation amongst the pirates just to even go out there and take over a boat. And this is the biggest boat they've ever tried to take on in history. So it was... They're just... The, the pirates and their, their, their utter desperation to get on board this boat is just incredible. And you just think, how bad is their life to want to actually do this? And you think people are doing this day in, day out. And really, the authorities have no power. They, there's nothing they can really do. The, the people on the ship, they're just, they are just sitting ducks. And they can do all they can do is literally throw water on pirates as they're trying mm. to get on. And the, that's, sorry, just, um, I, 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 can't, I don't know for sure because it was like some brief thing on the news or something and it wasn't quite fully listening but i think if i'm right i remember hearing about the pirates in terms of the actors i think i don't know if they're non-professionals but they're at least sort of had random they are they are, totally random, sort of, they are random people yeah, yeah. so, so uh, yeah they, they drafted in real somali pirates yeah to be honest not they, pirates they're not really pirates. No, not real <laughs> pirates real somalis <laughs> they might be not that i want to take them all the same rush um no they yeah, they're real Somalis. Um, so they come across really well on screen because they are, they're not, I suppose they are acting, but I don't, they don't really realise they are. I guess they even though they're not pirates, they'll know the struggles maybe of, exactly, of, that are going yeah. on in the country, and right, like you say. They're just, I think they've just chucked themselves into the role and just done maybe how they feel it would be done. I don't know, I don't know how they, how they, how they shot it or where they shot it, but... It was very well done, really, really well done. And it's, I mean, it's about, I think it's, it's pretty long film. It's like about two and a half hours, but you just get so involved with it. It's just, it ramps on and, you know, the, the hijacking is like the first 20 minutes. 
there's so much struggle and you really start to understand the characters from both sides throughout like this struggle between the captain and the pirates and yeah it's i came out of it and i was i was actually physically kind of shaken by it mm. i was i needed to like go and get something sugary i would i felt like a little bit weak after the film and it's a weird i've never ever felt like that but it did feel like it something it taken it out of me i was mm. i got really 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 involved and uh, yeah i think it's a stunning, stunning film. I'm desperate to see it. Yeah, I think there is a danger there, all the hype. Um, but you said that you kind of lived it I, up. It lived up to me, yeah. It, it did for me, in all honesty, obviously, because I, I think obviously the, the biggest sort of comparison with this film is obviously his other film, United 93, mm. which I think United 93 is more intense than this film. Actually, well, it, it wasn't as intense as, as, as I was expecting it to be. It was as brilliant as, as I was expecting it to be, but it wasn't as intense. I thought it'd be more intense. Um, and it, so, so, so you, you're obviously going to go watch it at the weekend. Mm. You've seen United 93. Yeah. Did yeah. you like it? I loved yeah, it. Yeah, United 93 is amazing. Um, it's not, I'm not saying it's worse than that or better than that, but United 93, I think, was more intense because yeah. that film, it's shorter, it's more condensed. It's, like it's constantly pure, on edge. This has got much more texture to it. Mm. That film is just pure. It's almost like Requiem for a Dream. It's just all build, 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 build. I think this has got a little bit more ebb and flow to it. So it's not as intense, okay. but at the same time, it is still... It is gripping, if that makes sense. But, um, yeah, I mean, I thought the film was absolutely amazing, actually. Um um, and, and again, sort of across the board, it is. You said it's like a sort of a documentary style. Obviously, that's his background, his documentary, and I think it does have that. And I was all a bit nervous because I think we're born in. Yeah, he loves the old shaky cam, and yeah. I sometimes shaky cam can do my fucking yeah. head in. He's one of the few people who can pull it off quite nicely. But he does it, yeah, because yeah. it feels so forced, and it feels like. And they are on a boat. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like it makes sense why it is. If that means, but a lot of the time when people do it in these zoomed, it's yeah, like, yeah, why yeah. are you fucking like, moving? Like, did you it watch didn't, um, Elysium? Elysium, that fucking yes. oh, head yeah. in the camera work for the same reason. Like, why are you moving? Is there an earthquake? Yeah, why the fuck? It, it kind of makes sense in District Nine because it starts off as a documentary style, doesn't it? Yeah, it but does. But Elysium is just like a straight science fiction film. Yeah, yeah. it doesn't. A lot it of the time, though, with kind of the shaky camera, you think they're a bit over shaky and they should really yeah. learn to hold mm. a camera better. This, this, I mean, the shaky camera irritates me. And with this, I didn't notice it. I didn't. I it, think, it, yeah. it, just, it just worked. It was the right style and yeah. it wasn't over the top. And you were never looking at the camera work. You were just engrossed. And yeah. You but, but, but as a style, it obviously tries to draw you in. The kind of, yeah. If it's shaky, then it feels a little bit more real, a bit more raw, and you sort of feel a bit more... But, but a lot of people don't, don't know what they're doing, to be honest, no. and they fail miserably. And Elysium was a massive case of that. Um, yeah. But um, but this, yeah, I, I mean, everything worked. It is just sort of a master of sort of tone and ev- everything comes together. You know, non-actors, actors, sort of one of the biggest actors in the world. So I think they did fucking well to, act, you know, yeah. to kind of pull That's their weight thinking, alongside yeah. him. Um, and yeah, and I don't, don't want to ruin anything other than that it is an amazing film. Um, but what I will say is, I mean, he's blatantly going to get best actor for this. Yeah. yeah he has to. Yeah, I'll be him and Kate Blanchett are gonna. It's gonna be hard to knock them. Yeah, obviously they reckon that kind of guy from Twelve Years a Slave's got a oh, chance, yeah, yeah, but that's true. I'll be gobsmacked because it, and I'd say that the 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 lead Somali pirate has a good chance of best supporting support. nomination at least. No, I don't think he'll win it. But maybe, yeah, 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 maybe. Yeah. Just maybe. because it's come from nowhere, they'll. I think though. they'll kind of go for that, especially yeah. like Oscars. I think, and he, you know, as a non-trained actor, alongside Tom Hanks, he's, yeah, does a mm. great job. 
It'll be interesting. Yeah, I mean, yeah, obviously we'll see about that. But yeah. he he is very he is very good. But Tom Hanks is on another level. I mean, have you heard? I mean, I don't want to again. You don't. I don't want to ruin it. But and I don't want to hype it up for you to end. But the ending, not as a film at all. It, it's quite a, a not limp, but it's quite underplayed and stuff like that. It's just his performance in it is so good. It's probably the best bit of acting I've ever seen, I reckon. And I will say that. Yeah. Is that good? <laughs> is that real? Is that... And I think because it comes after everything else, I literally, I'm not, I'm not embarrassed to say, like, afterwards, I burst into tears. Oh, it's... Well, it's a Tom Hanks film. Yeah. No, but it's not sentimental. It's not sentimental no, no, at really all. Not it's just relief. Like. Oh, no, yeah, oh, it's not sentimental in any way, shape, or form. It's not cheesy. It's not It's not sentimental. I, there's, no, there's very little sentimentality in the yeah, whole thing. You never not, really think about... There isn't this, like, struggle with families and, like, oh, yeah. his wife's at home. There isn't a lot of that. It's, Again, it's, like Elise, you've got it, this it, little girl. Exactly. Yeah, it's none of that. It plays the situation. It's just that's it. the characters that you're seeing, and it's just that's them. It. And that's all, that's all you've got. It sets up, like you say. I mean, that's what he's very good at that. He did the same in United Night but he's amazing at obviously bringing sort of objectivity and balance to, to it'd be very easy to sort of kind of kind of make them sort of enemies and these evil people sort yeah. of thing, but he doesn't he... this sounds really interesting I didn't know about it was from two, both perspectives that sounds yeah it is it is it's more from Tom Hanks' perspective oh, yeah, but right. you do get to see there is an insight into that um, yeah. so it's not purely sort of just um, but it is more weighted but yeah you yeah. do get to see Kind of like, I mean, like I say, United 93 does a similar thing as well. Yeah. Um, but like I say, the ending, it was more afterwards. Like I did at the time, like, you know, when you watch a film and you cry, but do you know what it is? It's more like a five minutes after the film. That's right. what it was. After yeah. the film, that's weird. Yeah. Yeah, it was really that's weird. When, that's when this kind of shock hit me. I just started to feel a bit like, oh my God, you know, you started to feel almost like what these people had gone through. Yeah. And it just, <laughs> you got that involved with it. I'm terrible for films these days, but it's, it's more sentimental ones. I, I'm, I'm just. I just, I'm crying half the time. Anything I watch these days. You know, it's not sentimental. Like, what I, what for me, what it was, it was just the absolute pure, it was just the emotion of it. Like, mm. he was, it is so, the performance is so good that you absolutely sort mm. of believe it. Yeah. And I mean, then to I, think yeah. of someone, you know, whatever. <laughs> I'm, I, but, I'll cry really easily at films. I'll cry at TV show, I'll cry at an advert. Um, but yeah, it, it was, I wasn't welling up. I was just, like winded hmm. more than it, it, it. It's not sentimental. It's it's more than that. It's different. You'll like it. <laughs> but we don't want to hype you up too much. That's the problem. <laughs> that is always the problem, though, isn't it? Mm. <laughs> it's like already written his best film of the year, and I haven't seen yeah. it yet. It's. <laughs> I don't think it's as good as Prisoners. <laughs> did, you, did you ever see Prisoners? No, I wanted to actually. I really wanted to. It's a funny one. It was like. I really enjoyed it, but it's, it's one of those films where afterwards it's like, oh, wait, that didn't make any sense. That was bollocks. <laughs> but, it, but I kind of enjoyed it. But anyway, let's not talk about that. Yeah, um, so we've obviously got two left, Gravity and Hunger Games. Hunger Games is the new one, but Gravity is sort of already film of the year's type. Uh, so everyone's been screaming over it for ages, so uh, yeah, let's, uh, let's tackle it. Do you reckon? <sighs> yeah. Who wants to kick it off? <laughs> I mean, synopsis-wise... I'm sure you all fucking know what gravity is about by now. Not really about much. Really, Not really about yeah. much, yeah. Uh, basically, Just people Sandra Bullock space, stuck in space. Uh, yeah. They're working on the Hubble telescope. <laughs> yeah. So they were working? I didn't actually get what they were Yeah, Sandra working. Bullock oh, and George Clooney, that. they're working on the Hubble telescope and... I thought they'd got rid of that. No. 
And um, so then obviously George Clooney's just retiring. Sandra Bullock's first mission, sort of passing on the baton, so to speak. And then there is a sort of, there's a, what they call this, not a space storm, but what they're called? A solar storm? Something like that. Anyway, something. Yeah. Well, I don't know. It's not a Russian yeah, satellite. Someone blows up the Russian satellite. Oh, is that what it is? Yeah. Yeah, it causes a storm. Go on, Alan, you tell us what it's about. You finish it off and then tell us what you think. <laughs> the Russian satellite gets destroyed and turns into... Yeah, yeah, yeah and then, like, obviously the debris from that hits all the other, like, satellite stations and they all explode and then um, they hit the one that George Clooney and Sandra Bullock and their friend are working well, on. Oh, yeah, sorry, yeah, there's a third one, yeah. Yeah, well... <laughs> and um, that gets destroyed and then it's pretty much just their journey of, like, how to get back. And yeah, how to survive, well, really. More yeah, hers, so isn't it? It's more her story, hers, yeah. I didn't want to say that. Okay. <laughs> how are we with spoilers on this? Or do we just uh, say how it is? Because you don't want to know anything about spoiling it. Oh, you haven't seen it. <laughs> yeah, but you... I don't, it doesn't bother me that much, to be honest. There's it not, doesn't sound like it's got much of an incredible lot to story to, like, spoil. So no. It wouldn't bother no, me too but, much. Yeah. We'll leave it at what we've said. Yeah, I don't yeah, think there's any need to talk about kind of how it progresses in the end. Yeah, it's just like... It's about her, like, journey getting back. Not necessarily just getting back to Earth, but just getting back to who she was. Yeah. Like, or who she wants to be. I don't know, something like that. But it is just about her surviving. And what, did, not... you, what, did, what did you think? Um, it was really nice to look at. Uh, well, <laughs> no, it was, though, wasn't it? it? It's just... Did you see it in IMAX? No, I didn't. Which did you see it? I, yes, I did. Yeah, no, of course I, I did. Yeah. Did you not eat really? No, I didn't. I, mean, I don't have time to get out to Nottingham and stuff, and um, so I just. It's still three D, but not IMAX. Yeah, I saw it in three D. Like I was a little bit hesitant, but then I saw three D, and I'm glad I did. Mm. It looked yeah, really definitely. Good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it, oh man, this cinema I went to, there was like a patch of light being reflected off something on the screen, oh, which okay. normally wouldn't matter, but because a lot of it is dark. Oh, it's it's really irritating. Especially yeah. in 3D, you must fuck it up around yeah, that sort of. Yeah, so... But, but, but apart, apart from that... I had some knobs nice. sat next to me who was, like, giggling at everything. Oh, Anna? Uh, no, I went on my own. <laughs> but they, they, uh, they, there's this, this weird couple, I think they were pissed, because they were just giggling at the most random things. But, they, but, they, but only really in the first 20 minutes, and then they kind of went silent, because they obviously got into the movie, but... Uh, yeah, got into each other. It sounds like a it sounds like a sort of a backhanded compliment though when he said it's nice to look yeah. at. Yeah, but, but it's really nice to look at. <laughs> it does. That yeah. is kind of it's visually more incredible. Yeah. Do you not think? Do you not think the kind of meat to it is much? Do you think that, would you be disappointed by that then? Or um, not really. I think it's enough to get it through. I mean, it's not a major story or anything, but that's not why you go see it. You go see it to go look at it, really. Yeah. Well, I, and, I think um, I don't. To, I don't know if I agree. And, and yeah. to like feel involved in it because the atmosphere yeah. they get is perfect. They, you feel like you're in. Well, you feel like you're there, and like when they're just spinning out of control, you do worry. Yeah. Like you do get that sense of lack of control. Yeah, for me it was. Yeah, like you say, I think it's not necessarily just to look at. I think for me it was just something to experience. Yeah, like the story is bollocks. I mean, when you were describing it, then it actually made it sound even cheesier than I thought. It was like, yeah, guy on his last mission. She's like, <laughs> when you, it's a film that when you think about it in terms of content and story, it's it, there's very threadbare. There's hardly anything there. But you don't, you don't, you just don't care because it's so. It's just so intense. It's so in, sort of involving. It just, it just sort of grabs you, and uh, it's just a film to experience. 
because you're there floating around in space and it's incredible what they do with with well not really not really the camera i guess yeah <laughs> it, it, like- i don't know god knows how they, how they made it but um it really throws you in there uh, and again that's kind of why the 3d works for once here is you do feel like you're floating around in space it's uh I've heard some people say they get nauseous, and I mean, I didn't, but uh, I can understand that because you're spinning around a lot, and it's uh, it's it's a phenomenal piece of filmmaking. It, it, but but don't it- don't go in there thinking it's going to be like uh, deep uh, intellectual sort of thought provoking or anything. It's not. You will switch your brain off completely, which sounds very negative. It sounds like I'm reviewing some sort of shitty straight to DVD action movie. Maybe Arnold Schwarzenegger is a bit. It should have been in it. Yeah, but it is kind of the case. You don't need to. Th- think very much in this film you just you just enjoy the hell out of it because it's it's just it's so Is exciting it just a vehicle for like cgi graphics and 3d I'm not necessarily I think these two are being really harsh no, yeah i'm not being harsh i do i said nothing yeah, negative yeah, i, I love it yeah, it's no, probably but, one of my favorite films of the year but it's it, but it's it, it, it is just a it's very simple but, the I think, but i think the way you're describing it like chris it makes it sound like it's just a visual thing but the story is a bit well not but, visual i think it's visceral which is more important i think just pretty pictures means it's like ender's game ender's game looked nice but it wasn't. But I wasn't excited by it. Whereas this is, it's it's using visuals to make something incredibly exciting, incredibly involving. Okay, I'm just, so I'm do, just so saying. Does, does the atmosphere yeah. connect you to the characters in the film? Yeah, I mean, you care about, you want her to survive. That's the difference. Okay. That's the difference. It's, but that's nothing to do with the, the camera. That's because no, the story. I, I'm works. not it's saying just, it's the camera. Yeah, that's no, that's but, why I was saying that. Yeah, but this, yeah. this is what I'm trying to get across. Yeah. Is it is it just a vehicle? Does it look, look amazing and have tacked on this dodgy story? No. Or are they actually using no. those visuals? It's just a very, it's just, all, it's, it's more a case of, it's not necessarily a dodgy story. It's just they've kept it as simple as possible so that the film is purely about yeah. experiencing this like survival. It's minutes, isn't it? It's a yeah, sure, yeah, that's which is good. It's refreshing, isn't it? Yeah. And that, that's what I really liked about it. It's just taut and tight and it's like yeah. it's straight literally to the point. One, one woman trying to get home. That's yeah. pretty much the story. Oh, yeah. But like I think like Alan said before though, they do play, like you see, you know, there's always like those two things. I was like, what happens and what, what is it about? What happens is there's this woman trying to get home. But actually there is a little bit more depth to it. Yeah. Like Alan said earlier about that actually what it's about is more about sort of like finding your, you know, finding yeah, your, yeah. your own way home. And there is a sort of a parallel to a sort you of You get a, a bit of an emotional story to her but it's, character. But it's, it's, it's maybe a bit overplayed for my, I don't think it's a bit unnecessary, but it's not sickly or anything like that. They don't see it I am always going for a visual feast, but I'm just intrigued. But, but the story works perfectly. It does all perfectly. Work, like full package. A, yeah, definitely. It's a very simple drama, but amazingly executed. Do you think it'll change 3D or stop people using 3D for everything? Do you think it's a new bench? I think it's a new benchmark. Isn't it's, it? it's, I, I don't think. It'll, well, it's. Do you think it? Do you think it might make people? rethink the use of 3D. Well, I think it'll stop the ignorant people. People like fucking Mark Kermo, for example, who said 3D will be dead within three years, yeah. about five years ago. And he's like, well, it obviously fucking won't. And now he's like, you know, in this, you know it'll stop ignorant people saying 3D shit, 3D shit, and realise that actually 3D can have a place, which has always been obvious. Like, obviously, everyone used 3D and it was shit because everyone just threw it on everything because it was profitable. But it was all, always obviously going to have... A place for it. There's obviously going to be the odd for the film in the same way that people still make black and white films or make silent mm. films or want to be an, a stop motion. Or we well, have to admit they have thrown 3D at a lot oh, of yeah. shit. Oh yeah, yeah, but I think but at this scale, back, they're not so. doing it as much anymore. These yeah, days. but hey, 3D has always worked well with CG, and this film is like what 75% CG, probably. If yeah, so more, and maybe like all the CG films I've seen in 3D did work but really animation, well. Animation, yeah, 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 because they could control it. 
really well, like yeah. in the studio. It's same with Avatar as well. Yeah, yeah, in that regard. Um, but so I hope, but you know, so it, it confirms that through there is a place for three D, which I think is which I think is good because people were just like three D was going to come and die, and 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 I, you know, so I think it's done that, but I don't think it will necessarily change. I mean, will it change? The studio is just creating utter shite 3D and actually thinking, right, how can we use 3D properly? No, because I think they were stopping doing that anyway. I think it's sort of getting stopped anyway. Yeah, because there's not quite, many th- films. There's quite 3D a few now, big yeah. films that have done like, great money that aren't 3D. It's from the games, that's not 3D, is it? No, no. no. Like, stuff like that is still making in loads of money and it's not 3D. So I, I guess, was wondering if we're on this kind yeah. of curve now when we're starting to find the level I think we are. 3D and just see When you go and see a 3D film... You're seeing it in 3D because it's better in 3D. Yeah, rather because yeah. oh, I can go and see it in 3D because mm. they, they want to make another four quid. Yeah, that's what that's what I'm trying to say. It's not oh, it's 2D 3D and everyone's going to see 2D because the 3D You're is more pointless, more yeah. gives you a headache. I've n- I, I've never really gone in for 3D, but I wouldn't I wouldn't consider seeing Gravity not in 3D. Yeah, exactly because I, of what because of what I've heard about it. Did you not see Avatar in 3D? I haven't seen Avatar. Oh, okay. it is awful. Um, it is awful. But, it's, but I, I went to see that just because. The story looked ridiculous and I just didn't interest It was. Whereas I quite happily, 90 minutes of gravity, people floating in space, looks a visual feast. I'm, I'm yeah. quite happily going for that. Um, that has happened, but I think not because of gravity. I think just naturally that's where the industry's gone. Naturally, and it's just. And, but, and this has been a, like a beacon of sort of 3D. What you can do, yeah. Yeah, which I think was kind of good timing, but purely coincidental. But you should go see it. Definitely, I think. Yeah. yeah, I think it's. Yeah, as I say, I think maybe I came across that negative, but what I actually no, found. No, I, I know yeah. what you were saying, but yeah. it what I was that, hearing yeah. it. I knew it sounded like what you two were saying was like it just looks great and the camera's yeah. great and it's like this is like an experience, like a ride, and it's like you know. I've, and I think it undersells it. I think it's better than that. I think the script yeah. is better than that. Mm. I think. Yeah, but it was weird. I think for me because it's so mega hyped. This film is. I had a weird feeling when I came out of the film is I was a little bit I was a little bit disappointed because it was so hyped but at the same time I was thinking that's probably one of the best films I've seen all year and it's, oh, so really? it's still brilliant interesting it's like I was disappointing but still brilliant if that can be possible yeah um, <laughs> yeah it's kind of weird I think I think it wasn't as because I'd heard it was like ludicrously intense of people saying oh it was difficult to even sit through it was so crazy and like so I was expecting it to be a bit like United 93, just like so on the edge of my seat, I just couldn't move. And it was very exciting, but I don't think it was quite as intense as I felt. But I think there was enough other sort of stuff there and the visuals were impressive enough to still make me think it was brilliant. I just think it wasn't quite as intense as some people have said. I was gripping, as some people have said. Yeah. Moments were, though. Oh, yeah, definitely. Moments were. Definitely. Uh, and it, I still thought it was brilliant. It's a brilliant film, but... I think that the hype just sort of spoiled it a little bit for me because I watched it late when everyone had already seen it and it, everyone had been just saying it was just incredible and yeah, it's, nothing can live up to that sort of hype. But yeah, but it's still brilliant. Fair enough. And would you go along with that ultimately? Just um, well, I kind of stayed away from the hype of this. Oh, okay. I stayed away from it as much. I saw the first trailer, then I didn't watch any more of it because I knew I was going to go see it. So. Um, it it was more than I thought it was going to be, to be honest. Oh, interesting. Because there, you know, like there is a lot that happens. I from the first trailer I saw, I just you know, you just oh, she's spinning in space. So like a Terence Malick film, of literally right. just floating. <laughs> yeah, like <laughs> that um, Simpsons episode. There is a lot more to it than I thought there'd be. Do you think it's a um, film that only works in the cinema? 
No. Do you think it's that much of an experience? That I think it'll lose a lot on... I do think it'll lose a lot we, when you watch yeah, it. Yeah, but you've got a massive telly with 3D on yeah, it. Yeah, I was going to say. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. It'll be all right on my telly, my sound system. <laughs> yeah. With all the lights off, no distractions sort of thing. Yeah, maybe. But, uh, yeah, on my telly at home, no, it won't be the same at all. I'll, say, I'll probably still get it. I'll probably still, it'll still be fun, but it won't be the same, I don't think. Because the surround sound comes into it a lot as well, doesn't it? Yeah. Especially when they're spinning and everything's going yeah. down. It's got some sort of new special, a new name for the sound that it used anyway, hasn't it? Right. I don't know if it was... Oh, yeah, it has. can't remember what it's yeah. called. Um, yeah. But the sound design, I mean, it's one of those things where if it, it, it if you want to put money on something at the Oscars, sound design for Gravity, probably visual effects as well, but um, I don't know, that can be a bit different. But Nah, definitely visual effects. Surely. Sound design and visual effects, it's... You'll get your it's money. It's got back. like a 3D sound, doesn't it? It's, it's got a weird, it's got a very specialist name. It's got a new like name, a... I can't remember what it is, yeah. But it's What's the difference between that and. I don't know, because the, the thing is, the cinemas have got the same kit, so fuck knows what the difference is, uh, unless it's designed for special new, newly kit. There is his new kit as well, yeah. Okay. yeah. Well, we're going to have an Oscar party unless you come to Paris for the Oscar party this year. Oh, I'm not going to be able to get to Paris. You should come to here. <laughs> um, so, Gravity, three thumbs up. For Gravity. Yeah. Is Home Games the last one? Has anyone seen anything else? Has anyone seen Home Games with the new Darren? I've seen it. Alan, we oh, mean Alan went to the same cinema. Yeah, right. By pure coincidence. <laughs> and I thought he was Japanese. <laughs> that was his Japanese guy. He's so excited for Who wants to describe Hungry Games? Well, um... You've read the book and you've seen the film, so you're probably more of an expert than me. Well, that's the thing, though. I kept comparing it to the book in my mind so I could fill in the details. Okay. So Okay, so should I describe it? That'd be yeah. interesting for you for, for what okay. I got from it, for yeah. what, I, what I was missing. Okay, so Hungry Games is the second one um, um, of, of the series. The first one was ultra, ultra popular. I was really impressed with the first one. Yeah. I wasn't expecting much. I have an instant dislike to sort of teeny sort of, you know, I kind of fear, not a dislike, I have a fear that it's going to be utter bollocks, just things like obviously Twilight and things like that. But Hunger Games, really impressed by it, really looking forward to the second one. Um, and so I'm not going to recap the first one, I'm going to presume people have seen it or know it. So the second one obviously follows directly after the first Hunger Games where Katniss and Peter. Yeah. And Peter have won the, um, have won it, they're from District 12. And God, it's quite complicated actually thinking about it, isn't it? <laughs> Yeah. So it, it follows that. So basically what happens is they've captured the, the imagination of all the different districts. Um, and the districts are sort of like the slums and the capital, is it called? Is yeah. where all the rich kind of kind of rich aristocrats live. Chris, like why are you looking at that? Sort of. Yeah. It sounds shit. I can't. Oh, you don't like sci-fi. Like, oh, it's good. <laughs> it's really good. So yeah, so the capital is where all the kind of rich people live and blah, blah, blah. Um, and then the districts are all the slums and these people. And then what happens is, I'm, I am recapping the first one now. <laughs> <laughs> what happens is every year they get two people from every, two children from every district who go and play in the Hunger Games and only one person survives. You have to kill each other. And only one person survives. Um, but just not eat for a long time. <laughs> yeah. But two people, to be fair, that is one of the things that don't look like the starving. <laughs> but anyway, well, it's called the Hunger Games because they whoever wins gets food for their district. For their district, oh, okay. So it's not like but they are meant to be a bit kind of you know. But well, anyway, yeah, they are. That was a joke. Yeah, it actually linked to like food and hunger with it. Mm. Yeah, I just thought that was a comedy name for it. No. <laughs> so anyway, so these two people win. Um, I won't tell you why if you ever watched the film, but two people end up winning it, and it captures the 
capital's imagination because they sort of fall in love and they have then what they have to do is then they have to have regular public appearances of showing their love for each other when they don't in fact the, the girl is in love with somebody else in my district but for them to survive for their people to survive they've sort of got to go along with this game because it's sort of like a really fascist regime so people get flogged people get murdered and think you know and executed and things like that for rebelling against the capital so it's quite a really dark sort of fascist sort of state um, so they pretend to go along with it. And the kind of president of this whole place doesn't really like Katniss, doesn't, don't like the fact that she brings hope to everybody. They want to kind of get rid of all hope because they don't want any rebellion. They don't want anybody from the district to get excited. So they want to wipe her out, really. But they can't just wipe her out because that will cause a rebellion and so on. So then what happens is they decide quick, you know, very quickly, that was me being very quickly, not the film, that they then say it's a... 75th year anniversary, every 25 years they do something special. This year, everybody who was a previous winner has to go back into the Hunger Games. So she, and, and they're promised that they're gonna live a life of luxury, they're gonna be very rich, they're gonna have all the food they want, they're gonna be famous and adored by millions, but that all of them have been forced to go back into the Hunger Games so that this Hunger Games is the best of the best. best. Of the best. All the winners who have been in there before and she's got to try and survive again, but uh, the kind of person who she's with, who, who loves her, he's got to go back in as well, and only one person can survive. So that is the general story. Um, what did I think of this? See, when I described it then, I actually thought, that's a freaking good story. Yeah, it's a good premise, isn't <laughs> That's it? a great story. Although, um, it kind of, when I saw the trailer, because the, the, <laughs> the trailer gave that bit of story together, I was a bit like, really, they're just going to do another Hunger Games? I was expecting to go on more into... But it's, oh, no, it does. I understand it. It's the, it's the Hunger Games with old people. <laughs> now, the old winners... No, no, but it does be old though, surely. Every year though, so yeah. you what? Have, and the Hunger Games is yearly, annual. Yeah, but this so. is the yes, this is it's like not five it years worth five though. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. but it's, it, it does sort of re recreate the Hunger Games, but not quite how you expect, and it definitely yeah. doesn't end up how you expect. It just kind of sounds a bit like oh, let's just do it again. It doesn't. It doesn't play out like that. It doesn't play out at all. But I think that sort of sounds like better than the film actually excuse mm. the film isn't bad it's very well made it's very dark it's very well performed if sometimes really badly written some of the dialogue is a bit um but um, but it's kind of it's well done isn't it it's did you think the acting was good yeah you know, i think I she's thought, very good uh it must be the writing because there's some just poorly poorly delivered lines yeah like, oh there was apart some from clunky like lunky lines in there philip seymour hoffman yeah he was solid throughout yeah when he came on screen that's when I thought the film started getting good yeah um, and Sutherland Keith, Keith Sutherland Donald Sutherland, Donald Sutherland. Sutherland. Yeah. he was good but yeah I mean I didn't mind I don't mind I don't mind him I don't mind Peter actually I don't think he's that bad the rest of the kind of combatants are really cartoony yeah really cartoony um but no, I think it's kind of, it's not, you know, watching think, some, like I say, some of the lines I was cringing like a motherfucker, but generally it's like, I think it's kind of well put together. It's shot quite, it looks quite nice, the CG's pretty decent, it's, it's, it's you know, it's classy. It's not really cheesy, done or anything like that, but it just, I find it a bit boring. For me, I, almost too much happens. Like, so much happens. It's all just a rush. Yeah. That, all you, the time. You don't, in, I don't believe anything. Because, you know, I don't want to ruin anything, but when various love things happen, I don't believe in it. It comes out of nowhere because they've not developed it enough. When oh, characters turn out to be somebody they're not or whatever, you don't believe it because it's not, yeah. nothing's developed enough. Yeah. 
it sounds a bit like Ender's Game. It, it rushes through what could potentially be very good. And yeah. again, it's a bit. Of, I think it is a bit of a common adaptation thing. Is they want to put everything from the book in there. It's just a sign of a bad adaptation. It's like you take something like LA Confidential, where the book is incredibly dense, and what they did is like, fuck it, let's cut loads out of the book, keep it streamlined. Whereas like Ender's Game and by the sounds of it, this, they're like, oh, we need to get everything in for the fans. Bang, 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 bang. So the film becomes just a rapid succession of like chapters from the book mm. without really sort of dwelling on them without with them really being effective although it's been getting some very good reviews uh, yeah. has it? yeah, yeah you reckon it's better than the first one I was like oh it's improved I, I don't think so personally I mean I didn't like the book either so if you like the book I think you will like this even though it does skim over everything pretty much yeah there's no like in the books relationships are because it's all from her perspective she talks about it a lot and they are quite well formed but in this, it's just do 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 next next sort of next line next line. It's just ah. Uh, but you were on about like um. So you obviously I, I kind of hinted at it that she's she's in love with someone on from District Twelve. Yeah. But then the person from District Twelve who was in the Hunger Games. Yeah. Loves her and they have to pretend they love each other. And you were saying in the book that that's played out a bit more. To annoyance. That's <laughs> like when there's much more important things are happening. She's just like. Focusing, oh, which boy, which boy should I, should I be with this one who loves me or the one that, like, I love, da, da, da. Whilst they're it's, fighting for the death. It yeah. Sounds ridiculous. Yeah, but that's not in the film at okay. all. But yeah, they cut that out. But so it that's does a good, good thing. Yeah, oh yeah, absolutely, yeah. But in cutting that out, they do cut out a lot of the relationships that she builds with, like, everyone. Yeah. But so. also, there is a plot point to do with the love story. And in the film, for me, it came out of nowhere because yeah. it wasn't developed. Cause, yeah, because yeah. God. So it's like, oh, let's cut all that crap so out. Shit, it, it is shit in. and crap. Yeah. But when it shit comes, more. you're like, huh? If I did anyway, I was like, yeah. I don't believe that at all. I don't believe that in the slightest. But, but so what did you think? Basically, you didn't like the book. Is the book better than the film? Or do you, think, do you actually think the film they've done a better job because they've cut so much crap out? I think the film did it justice. Okay, think, yeah, um, but you didn't like it. Yeah, but I didn't like either. They made it made a shit. They made a shit film out of a shit book. Well done. <laughs> oh, it's not shit. But it's just my. I dislike it. So did you not like the like film it. then? Did you not like it? No. Did you have an argument with your girlfriend about it then? Because <laughs> she no. clearly absolutely loved it. Yeah, she was crying in it. You remember she said that? About yeah, it. she <laughs> said she cried about ten <laughs> times. There was one moment when she was giving this speech to like the. Uh, the one black That's what my girl, girlfriend, that's what Laura said. That's what girl, she said that she found that quite but breaking. Apart from that, no, not really, not at all. There was no. When? But um, so you, you didn't like it at all then? No. Like average. It was average. Should we be excited about the third one, the closing part of the trilogy? <laughs> no. That's the point. <laughs> I, I hate the middle one more because of the third one, because this is just set up for the sequel. This whole film is just set up for the third yeah, one. It ended. I couldn't believe how it ended. I was like, huh? Everything that happens in this one is just set up for the next one. It's kind of got that like, oh, the first one was a success. Let me write the next two. I also don't believe them that District 12 has been wiped out. It's clearly a lie. It's a tactic. Ruin the film. Yeah. <laughs> the final, final book's going to be two films as well, isn't it? Is it? Is yeah. it? Oh, is it really? Oh, yeah. Okay. So they're dragging it out. No. <laughs> don't make it. Yeah, they're doing, a, they're doing a Harry Potter yeah. But, you know, yeah. the, they just, in the third one, they just drive the characters into the ground. Because I agree with you, the first one was quite good. I enjoyed it. And the second one, like, oh, all right, then I'll see how the third one. If, if she did the third one really well, uh, Susan Collins, the author, I think I would have liked the second one more. Because Cause you know where it's going. You're just yeah. like, oh, God, here we go. And it's just, it's so predictable. 
run of the mill. Just so do you boring. think, is it that bad that however well they make it, who do you think the best it's, director is in the world? No, it's, it's the story. That's, that's what I'm problem. saying. That's what I'm saying. That's my point. Do you think, it doesn't matter how well they do this, it, unless they rewrite it, it's going to be shit. Yeah. It's like, it's impossible to make a good film out of that book. Yeah. <laughs> or at least one I will enjoy. Yeah. Because yeah. I dislike the story. If you did enjoy the story, then it's for you. Go yeah. watch it. If you don't like the source material, there's nothing you can do with it, really. Apart from uh, rewrite it. Yeah. Yeah. If, you, if, it, if it, the source just isn't working for you... And it's very little you can do to do something against that without because if you change it then it's not really it's not based on the book is it so there's very little you can do to improve but I think I can well the American Psycho I can understand someone not liking the book to that but I would who would like the film yeah that's a very rare example yeah yeah. that's that's not a bad theme it's not a bad... I think you're doing adaptations there. No, but it's, it's yeah. a bit more of a complex question. Uh, anyway, sorry. But anyway, yeah, I think just the last one is... Because it had so much potential. Mm. She created this really good world, these really good bad guy. And she just leads to the things that could have been so good. She could have made like such a good 1984-esque mm. series. And she just drove it into the ground by being just predictable and just like... I'm not going to say anything, but killing people off randomly as opposed to with no emotional impact. Oh, move to the next thing, move to the next thing. It's just disappointing. Okay. That's it. When, when are they coming out? The next one. Is it every year? I would have thought so. No, it wasn't last year. Was it last year? Yeah. I guess it was, yeah. A long time. No, was it? Last year? Yeah, well, it was not less than a year. No, I thought it was more than a year. Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. It might, might be more than a year. Might about know. 18, 18 months since the last one. I don't know. But I would have thought... I would have thought the next one would be about this time next year. Mm, maybe. I think they're just finishing filming it all. Are they still working on it now? Yeah, but yeah, they've got two films to make for the last book. Surely they're whacking them all as one, though. They're just filming it all as one big. No, no, it's been released as two. Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. But they'll be filming it as one. Okay. Yeah. Cool. So pretty disappointing then. Yeah. Both mm-hmm. of us, really. Um, right. Good, good. A bit of a bit of a bunch, wasn't it? Um, um, shall we talk about some random film we've seen? We can do it. We've run it. We're running an hour, so maybe just skim through it if we do very quickly. Okay. Go on, in, Chris. You've not spoken much today. Oh. Have you seen any film? I caught um, Kings of Summer on DVD, oh. which I think came out. I think it was in the last festival run. Mm. Yeah. Um, really enjoyable. It's kind of a coming out, coming of age story. It follows three kind of teenage boys who. Um, run off into the woods for the summer and make this kind of shack and it's it's a, they just go off and live they run away from the parents the parents are off searching for them um, it's a really kind of sweet it's quite predictable in places but it's a nice sweet coming of age story um, really fun like nicely shot it's got this kind of a classic kind of indie feel to it it's got some I, I've seen them in I've seen these teenage boys in like random TV shows, they're not really well-known stars. Um, I think one of them might be in the Super 8, but I haven't seen that. Um, I've seen them in various American TV shows, but kind of up-and-coming kind of young actors, and yeah, really kind of nice little sweet, gentle thing, definitely worth catching on DVD. Would you want to watch it again on there? Is it just like... Um, yeah, I'd watch it again. If it came on TV, I'd give it another watch. Yeah, it's... <laughs> It's nice. It's nothing, nothing groundbreaking, but it's if you saw it at a festival, you'd be very pleased to see it. Yeah, but it'd be nice refreshing yeah. change from all the uh, bullshit. Um, 
I will talk about Django Unchained. We could talk about that. No, very brief. No, to be brief. I, I'll, I'll, I'll do two very briefly. Did Django, you see that? I've only seen it very recently. Oh, really? Because I probably... I'm, I think Quentin Santino is ferociously overrated. I think Pulp Fiction's a masterpiece. I don't really give a fuck about anything else. But I was really impressed with Django Unchained. I was really impressed. Um... I have a lot of a lot of issues yeah, with it. If it was, it should have ended half an hour earlier. It could have, it could easily cut about forty five minutes out of it. It's still got that one odd t- scene, which is like parody, like Tarantino. I mean, watch Reservoir Dogs now, and it's almost like a parody of himself. Like the conversation in the kind of cafeteria, even that it's it's so Tarantino. It feels like a parody, like the Superman conversation in Kill Bill and stuff. It, but in, it, that is Tarantino. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And there's like one conversation where they're all talking about the hat. And the, you know, the costume, the masks. Oh, it's horrible. Oh, and yeah. it's painful, isn't it? Because yeah. it's so forced. It's it so fit in the film quirky in really. him and so typical Tarantino. Yeah, it didn't, anyway. There's the odd moment like that, which is awful, but actually, I find it really entertaining. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I talked about this. I, I got really angry last night when he talked about Django Unchained. But I think partly because of what you say, when, when it's good, it's brilliant. And I really wanted to love the film. But there's so many shitty little scenes in there. It, it infuriated me. It's one of these films that really angers me, even though actually I actually quite liked a lot of it. I just, it's just there's all these extra little scenes that are not necessary, that aren't good at all. And just with, yeah, as I say, 40 minutes, 45 minutes taken out of it, it'd be brilliant. But instead it's a bit bloated and sort of messy. And Christoph yeah. Walls is brilliant, isn't he? Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's just amazing, right. isn't he? Leonardo DiCaprio. Leonardo yeah, DiCaprio to be honest, they're all the three main sort of leads. The only person I don't like is fucking Samuel Jackson. He's he awful. He is a joke. He awful is a in that joke. Film. Absolutely yeah. awful. It's just embarrassing. And Quentin Tarantino's cameo. Oh, yeah, he's the worst in it, but he's only in it very It's just briefly. so bad. But it, sh- it should have ended before we even turned up, to yeah. be honest. It should have ended way before that. That but whole last 20 minutes is a bit like Bizarre. What? It's just like you didn't... <laughs> yeah. Sorry, just speaking of Leo... Did you guys see the Wolf of Wall Street trailer? Yes. What do you think of that? I can't. I, I can't make I, up my mind. It looks yeah. a bit oh, ridiculous, but oh really? But it could. Yeah. It, it, I don't know. I kind of want it. It, look, it looks like it could. It could actually safety? be. Yeah. It could either be brilliant or it could be a bit of a disaster. It's a bit like. Is it quite crazy? Campy. Yeah, it's very campy. Very like gangs in New York style performance. Huh? Yeah, yeah. But I, I, I don't know. I, I am quite excited about it, but it could go wrong. It's 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 an it's an interesting one. Um. Yeah. Very campy. Well, I didn't want to, well, the other one I talked about was Pitch Perfect. Which, two. <laughs> yeah. Well, I know. I was meant to just talk about it. I'll quickly mention only because when I saw the trailer, I thought this is probably one of the worst films I could ever see in my entire life. And I watched it. And it was just on. We kept packing. Yeah. Packing, moving house. And it was on. And I really thought it was really good. <laughs> <laughs> and it is cheesy. Oh, okay. I like, a lot of kept saying, this is like Glee. And I was like... No, it isn't. <laughs> but it is the cheesiest, stupid film. But it's actually got a, the, it's got a good wit to it, I think. It's got some good good lines of dialogue in it. I actually was quite impressed by it. Fair enough. <laughs> um, right, it's a good job you're off Paris. <laughs> no, yeah. um, I watched uh, a bit of an old class. I watched Rope, Hitchcock's Rope, which I've never actually seen before. I always thought it was a bit of one of his middling films that people didn't really care about. But Laura kept, I think Laura said it's like a favourite Hitchcock film. So I was like, okay, I'll give it a try. Um it was a weird. It was an odd film. I found it really interesting and quite unique, but I didn't love it. It, it doesn't always work for me. It, t- it takes a while to get going. I think the main the main two actors. I can't remember their names. The the, the two sort of leads. Um, I thought were pretty poor. The film only gets good when J- Jimmy Stewart comes in because Jimmy Stewart's brilliant as always. And 
and it, well, in terms of performance-wise, the film gets stronger when he comes in. Um, I wouldn't say the film gets better when he comes in, but because I think the ideas in the film and the execution of it is because it's all done. It's, it's done to seem as though it's one long shot, mm. although the cuts are kind of a bit obviously hidden by today's standards. And um, so the concepts, uh, the sort of execution is really interesting. The concept of basically the idea is that these two people have killed somebody right at the beginning of the film and they've hidden hidden them in this. Uh, in the, under the table in this box um, and then they invite loads of friends around for like a dinner party and and it, the audience always know that there's this dead body there hidden and they're just acting like nothing's happened and and there's a lot of interesting stuff in there the film's fascinating but it's not brilliantly executed in terms of performance and sort of the the story never quite gets as tense as like a lot of uh, Hitchcock's works it's more interesting than actually entertaining or gripping but but it was, it was, it was, it was, I enjoyed it, but it didn't blow me away. I, was, I would definitely wouldn't say it was one of Hitchcock's best films, but yeah, it intrigued me. Has anyone else seen it? Yeah, yeah I've, I've seen, seen it. it. Yeah. Thoughts? <laughs> I think I think I found it a bit boring. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. not as not that gripping. Yeah, is it? yeah, yeah. Yeah, I find like the behind the scenes and like how he did it more interesting than. Mm. Yeah. Although they say it, it's like really obvious, isn't it? It's almost so yeah. obvious it doesn't even feel like yeah. it's one thing. It, really. it, <laughs> yeah, and it ends really bad. The ending's a bit naff as well, but um, I don't want to sound really negative about it. I think there's still a lot of... There are some good aspects. It's worth a watch, but it's it's more of a curiosity than an actual solid, decent film. Yeah, anyway. That's what I Have you seen anything at home that you, that's worthy, whether it's really good or really surprising or really oh, bad? It could be just really bad. Yeah. Oh, I haven't seen a complete film in ages. I've watched the first half of Barry London for the first time. I still, I've never seen that. Because I've got the Kubrick box set of all his Blu-rays and so uh, I'm trying to work my way through it. But it was, I didn't realize how long it was. Oh, okay. yeah. I was going to say, why, what happened? Yeah. Why did so I got to like two hours and like, oh, I can't, I really want to watch the rest of it. It is really good, what I saw of it, but I, just, I couldn't watch any more of it. I think I started watching it at like two in the morning. Yeah. So. And then I saw the first half of Yojimbo. Oh, I love Yojimbo. <laughs> Same reason. <laughs> too late. <laughs> so I watched too late. Oh, that's pretty short. But, it's, it's, but it's yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it, once you've seen that, you should watch Sanjuro, the sequel, which although they don't oh, really yeah. fit in with each other that much. It's just the same character, really. But that's that's underrated. That's Well, no, people still like it, but people usually bang on about Yojimbo, but I think Sanjuro is just as good. Yeah, I love it. And it's got the most awesome sword fight of all time at the end of it, but not for the reasons you'd usually expect. But anyway, watch it. Cool, yeah. Sure. New feature, half film review. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. The one Based on the first half. Yeah. That sounds good. Uh, <laughs> cool. are we, is there we have to cinema the next week? Um, I'm gonna. I'm, I'm probably gonna struggle over the next few months. Um, although Anna curiously wanted to watch Frozen, which the trailer looked awful. Yeah. It looks like but it's getting good. It reviews, looks like a subpar yeah. straight to DVD piece of shit. It looks yeah. bad. Yeah. But the reviews, yeah, been surprisingly good. And um, so we might end up watching that if Anna wants to see it. But I don't know. We, we're a bit young for babysitters, our little one, so we might not. We probably won't get out and see it at the cinema. Take them to the baby club, the kids' club one. Yeah, that's it's true. It's cheap. That. Although yeah. it's in the day, yeah, I know definitely. Yeah, Just take some time off work. It's all right. You're embarrassed. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I've got some spies. <laughs> um, but yeah, um, oh. I want to see Saving Mr. Banks. That's what I do. I'm really desperate to see that before I go. It just didn't appeal to me. I that's what I've got. I've got a feeling. Chum, I'm going to get like a double nom. I've just got a feeling. Yeah. Because they're like that, don't they? Yeah. They're they going to split. Not end up winning. Yeah, because they'll split the yeah, vote, won't they? Yeah. In terms of what's what's out in the next few weeks, uh, on the 6th of December, so this Friday, we've got Frozen, as I, as I mentioned a minute ago. We've got Old Boy, the Old Boy remake. Is it? Uh, yeah. I didn't realise it was in the UK so soon, but it, yeah, I don't I don't think it's going to be. Yeah, I've heard bad, bad sounds. Oh, is it getting bad reviews? 
Yeah. yeah. Um, home front, uh, which is Jason Statham. Jason Statham with um, James Franco, randomly. Uh, bizarre combination. Oh. Uh, but it looks kind of cool, but it's had rubbish reviews. But I'll, I'm, I'll probably try and still watch it on DVD because I quite like Jason Statham movies. Uh, Getaway, which it's got like Ethan Hawke and John Voight and Selena Gomez, but it looks really cheesy, but I don't know much about it. Black Nativity, which is like a ghetto version of the nativity isn't it it's a bit weird uh, I no, saw a poster of that when I was in the cinema I was like what is it from what? the same people then as what, as what? nativity oh no no it's, it's, I think it's a, an American film it's right, black okay. version um, Nebraska's finally oh, we saw that in Cannes weirdly it's been getting ridiculously good reviews on, in the UK press and stuff it, I think like un, I think it's uncut so it's like the film of the year which it's is fucking stupid isn't it I've not it's heard awful of Alexander Payne. I didn't think it was awful. I thought it was all right. I kind of enjoyed it, but it's That's it's awful. not a great film. It's it's quite flawed. Uh, but anyway, uh, we've got Kill Your Darlings, uh, which is that Daniel Radcliffe's new film, which uh, which is about the sort of beat uh, beat poets and there's some sort of murder that draws them together. It sounds kind of interesting, but uh, yeah, I don't know. Oh, I think Michael C. Hall's in that. The guy from Dexter. Yeah, he is. Yeah. <laughs> all this there. Uh, and and also finally on the sixth, we have Big Bad Wolves, which. I've heard a lot of good stuff about and we've reviewed it on the site actually Justin thought it was incredible yeah um, we saw it at Cannes didn't we I remember yeah. telling me that he thought it was the best it, film it sounds like it's, it's supposed to be pretty brutal but um, supposed to be very good uh, then 13th of December we've got the second part of The Hobbit mm-hmm. I'll probably still watch it uh, The Christmas Candle which is some sort of crappy Christmas film looks awful uh, Cinema Parody so it's getting re-released um, I got sent. I got it sent on Blu-ray, the new remaster to review. Actually, and didn't ask for it. They just sent it. Whatever. Um, Give it away. Uh, Fill the void, amazing. which is some sort of Jewish drama. Don't know much about it. The Innocence is getting released, which is amazing horror film from the sixties, and Exposed, which is a documentary about the porn industry, which I got sent some info about. Well, but you never asked for that either, did you, Dave? Yeah, yeah. Didn't uh, beg for it. No, at it's, all. Not, it's not out on the. It's not out on. It's not out on DVD yet. <laughs> I probably will beg for that. One. Is there anything really? Big coming before Christmas. It's weird. It's going to be amazing. Well, we, we've had a lot of the big stuff already. I think it came a bit earlier. We're, we're going to get some stuff because there's a lot out at the minute. I mean, we'll get yeah the ones we've talked about. I, I guess the big have, ones. We, have we? I think we've had it really, though, haven't we? For yeah. This year, closer to Christmas, it's Frozen and all the kids' films. And yeah, stuff. but after Just Christmas, after after, after isn't it January in, the, in yeah. the UK, we get a lot around Oscar season. Twelve years of I think we're safe to do film of the year before the year's out. Oh, oh, sorry, is that your point? Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah we can just pretend we've seen it. Yeah. We'll, we'll do it and then release it afterwards. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Midnight on New Year's Eve. <laughs> and to be honest, I don't think I'll get to see them in December that much. I'm, I'm quite busy. The biggest film there is The Hobbit. And... I might give it a try. I mean, I was disappointed by the first one, but I do love Lord of the Rings, um, so I might give it a try. I'm not going to watch it in fucking 40 shitty frames per fucking second, though. <laughs> Um, Are we fucking doing a wacky just ruined the film. It made it look so sort of cheap and naff. But anyway, unless that, unless it looked like that in normal, I don't know. I only watched it in forty frames a second. But... I'm curious about Old Boy, but I don't want to give them my money. I don't want. <laughs> Wait for the reviews. See what. Yeah. See what I mean, I still disagree with it being made. But you'd be interested and, to see it. Yeah. yeah, I think that's another one where Samuel L. Jackson does a horrible character, as in horrible, like poorly. Really? Yeah, I think. It I think. Like it. Yeah. The rest of the, the cast is quite... There's some good couple of good people, though. I, yeah. jo, I, I do like Josh Brolin. So it's, it's kind of intriguing, but um, I don't know. I, I might end up watching it, but I, I've heard of a couple of early word of mouth saying it's not particularly good, but I think... Um, I guess remakes, it's usually hard to please people, but I don't know. 
I, I love the first one. I, I don't. I'm not, again like you. I'm, it kind of feels a bit wrong remaking something so new and that's decent anyway. It's like yeah, just because they don't want to read subtitles, it's kind of lazy. Um, yeah, cool. So let's wrap it up. It's been a bit epic, but uh, never mind. Uh, as ever, visit us at blueprintreview.co.uk. Facebook, so facebook.com slash bpreview. Follow us at Twitter um, at blueprintrev. And, um, Still can't believe we've got Facebook at BP Review and we didn't get BP Review at Twitter as well as to simplify. Well, I think we tried it and we, we really struggled getting the right names for Twitter. It was, it was really funny. Is um, that um, Phil Review site? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jokes lost on there. <laughs> but no, we, um, we, we did struggle with getting the names. But no, anyway, <laughs> that's another matter. <laughs> cool. So yeah, we'll see you. Hopefully... Hopefully we'll be back soon for a, an end of the year report. Um, if we can uh, be asked, get, yeah, if we can be asked. <laughs> cool. We, I, we don't sound like we're committed to this podcast. No, we I need mean, to bring it back. I love doing the end of the year. I'm well up for an end of the year. Actually, I don't think I'll probably see many films at the cinema. But I think if we do an end of the year, that'll probably take most of an hour anyway. If we do it properly, I think it should just be end of year. Yeah. yeah. So maybe yeah, if we yeah, let's yeah, we'll we'll try and do it. So what is that? Best of, worst of? Best of. Best, disappointing. Do we do a top 10 or is it top 5? I think it should be a top 5. I think 10. Top 5. Two. Yeah, top 5, bottom 5. And we do... Most disappointing, most surprising. Yeah, most surprising, most disappointing. Yeah. Cool. Done. See you then. All right. See you later. Find out who's right or who's wrong. Please check out the new season of the As You Watch podcast available on iTunes and on Stitcher.